Welcome. It's day seven of Pondering AI's Insights and Intuition series. Today, Roger Spitz reflects on upskilling human decision making. Well, Roger, welcome back to Pondering AI. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's wonderful to be with you, Kimberly, and such a great idea to, re- to regroup. <laughs> well, as the old saying goes, change is the only constant. Are you seeing that the level of uncertainty that folks are feeling is increasing? Is it about the same? And how is that impacting our ability to make effective decisions in the current state? So there's a lot a lot to unpack there, Kimberly, but I'll try and kind of keep it on the short side. <laughs> so what used to be esoteric topics at my end, you know, decision-making and complexity and unpredictability and uncertainty, suddenly become front of mind. There's a much more sensitivity and appreciation of the necessity and the survival of, of addressing things differently. But there's still a lot of reliance on old linear assumptions of a stable, predictable world. And so the challenge is not so much whether the world is stable or unstable, whether people realize it isn't, but how much organizations, countries, people still failing in terms of imagination of possibilities. So that's point number one. Point number two is that from from our perspective at the Disruptive Futures Institute, there's a kind of inverse relationship between predictability and uncertainty. And the more uncertain the environment, the less predictable. And so one needs to have really different modes of decision-making. And that's where we think foresight is quite important to imagine the different possibilities, to, to think about how to kind of see the world differently, to prepare differently, to respond differently. And as opposed to relying on assumptions, I think when Yellen, the head of the Fed, you know, can go out and sort of say, yeah, we thought we could control inflation. We thought we knew what it was. We just didn't have a clue. And this is the most sophisticated economists, models and financial engineering you can find. And the, one of the most, if not the most powerful state in the world, you got to realize that there's a different context. So unless you can see even with the Fed and, and that very recently, it was business as usual until they realized that, that it shouldn't be. What is the implication there for how we should look at and utilize things like AI and analytics? Are these systems going to save us and what is their role? So there are different aspects to that. There's certain environments where things are complicated as opposed to complex. When it's complicated, you can understand cause and effect ex ante. You can rely on experts and analysis and specialization. They are linear environments. They don't to be as many sort of drivers of change. So in those environments, I think data can be relevant. The only thing is that, one, it's it's historic. There's no data in the future. I think the minute you're dealing with complex environments, which are nonlinear, which are unpredictable, where you can't establish exactly what might happen, it's emergent, where there are multiple drivers of change and those are constantly in flux and dynamic, at that point, that's not the sweet spot for data. And so the danger is that much of environments and our complex challenges and problematics are of a complex nature. That's the reality of our world. The second big impact I think, and again, it wasn't, you didn't explicitly ask, but I'd just like to extend this and, and given the, the lovely discussion we had some time ago, is as you delegate authority to AI in decision-making, as humans, we're basically de-skilling ourselves and less able 
to necessarily make decisions in complex environments because you're delegating it. So not only is AI potentially of limited value because AI is relying on past data, on systems which are complicated, which are predictable and understandable, you're then delegating it, you're de-skilling humans. It's basically in the 21st century, it's existentialism 2.0, where you have human and algorithmic decision-making. Humans do not have a monopoly on decision-making today. And we use this term existential risk for AI in terms of human decision-making, not with the narrow definition of existential, which has been kind of hijacked by a lot of the media and the debate around risk of extinction, Mm-hmm. That risk of extinction is existential. But anything which touches the human agency, freedom, and choice is actually existential. If you take the existential philosopher's perspective, the existential question for us in terms of decision-making and AI in the context of this complex, unpredictable world is in relation to education and skills. Is the educational system adequate for a complex environment and where we coexist with AI. What do we need to do to be able to make decisions in uncertain and predictable environments? How does it affect our decision-making, mass automation, what we call interruption, which is information disrupted, disinformation, cyber insecurity. So these are all areas which have an existential element to decision-making and our reliance on AI. And it's really just doing a triage as to where AI is good and where humans should be good and making sure we give ourselves the empowerment and the changes in the education, governance, and incentive systems to leverage both on AI where relevant, but also importantly, to leverage on humans where necessary to, to stay relevant in today's world. So let's talk about what you might predict or expect to see happen in the near future here, and then what you think should happen. So first up, how do you expect this to play out? Yeah, I mean, my personal view is that it will continue on the current trajectory, which is everything that can be automated, virtualized, decentralized, cognified, will continue to be so. That an AI has a role in that. I think it will continue to increase its position in the decision-making value chain. Um, again, I'm not saying that AI understands the brain or processes like the brain or understands what it does. I'm just suggesting that decision outcomes are made by algorithms irrespective of whether it understands or not what those decisions are, and that has an impact. And I expect that the current debates will continue around existential risk, around ethics, and many important topics. What I would like to see change is, first of all, to understand in the current debates, who's incentivized to form what point of view? I think a lot of the people who tell you, who speculate on whether it creates jobs, destroys jobs, the meme that goes around, which is it's not AI that will destroy jobs, but people who can't work with AI. I think two, two observations. One is that no one knows. It's unpredictable. It's surprising. The second thing is that a lot of people who kind of formulate these studies and these points of view are incentivized because they're selling some kind of technological systems, et cetera. Nothing wrong with that. That's their job to do that. The only thing is for the general awareness and and any changes we do to legislation or to what have you for people to understand that incentives determine outcomes. So if you're incentivized Mm -hmm. to sell certain things, you might take a certain point of view. The important thing to change is to understand what needs to change for humans to cohabitate in a world where we're not 
a monopoly on decision making, which is how do we change the educational system? How do we change the governance and incentives? And then the topics that are being debated, I'm not trying to minimize them. They're extremely important, ethics, et cetera. But I would like the debate to shift not from you know, 95 or 99% on what happens to AI, but actually addressing what does it mean for humanity? And, and what are some of the other features that if we are hyper-focused on technology, both the ramifications of technology or the idea of technology as the driver of all, all sort of future states that we are overlooking I personally don't make the assumption that uh, technology is the is the primary arch of underlying drivers of change. I think it's one of a of a multitude of drivers of change, but an important one and one which is inseparable from the human condition today. I think the human and existential condition today cannot be separated from our interactions and technological conditions. So in that sense it has a number of features that are overriding, but it's it's to my mind, not unique of change. So the things we might not be focusing on enough, to my mind, are one is one of the unique features of, of certain complex challenges like climate and AI and that, which is the irreversibility. Mm-hmm. Without necessarily speculating on, on if and when one can achieve singularity and whether it is an extension risk, et cetera, what is almost certain is that you could reach certain milestones which are irreversible and therefore a good understanding of what that would look like is important in an anticipatory way, because once it's irreversible, it might not be possible to go back. So the irreversibility is something which I don't see personally enough in in the debate generally. And the second one is this idea that advanced technologies and AI systems are, are already incomprehensible and will become that much more so. So the more we're framing our understanding, our responses or legislation around an assumption that we actually understand precisely what it does, how it will evolve, what impact it will have on things is a problem because it's a little bit of a black box. And so we need to think about ways which are more built embedded feedback loops and emergent to kind of evaluate, monitor before things might become irreversible if everything we do is predicated on a few experts that believe they have a good handle on things and we're good to go, and we haven't addressed the educational systems, the governance, the feedback loops, the emergent possibilities, the irreversibility, the black box element, and then we're relying too much on a narrow set of assumptions and, and addressing those without necessarily thinking more systemically. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Roger. As always, have the synapses firing. <laughs> no, no, my pleasure, Kimberly. Thanks for, for regrouping. These are very good topics to kind of recheck in on from time to time. There's, there's a lot happening and very important work you and your podcast are, are doing. Thank you so much for the support. 12 Days of Pondering AI continues tomorrow. Subscribe now for more insights into what's happening now and what to expect next in the ever-fascinating world of AI. 